Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey. It's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O-O. Fats likes, Nick. Fats likes. Facts likes having his intro replayed. All right, all right. Because <laughs> it's fat, you know. You know fats. You know fats. Fats don't like that. Fats ain't coming here. Fats. How many times do you say fats in a day, son? <laughs> all right, welcome back. Episode forty-one of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Nick and Drew taking you through the world of trivia. Things are good. Things are good for us as well. We're sitting here in team colors. Yeah, got my jersey. Got jerseys in for for Atlantic City FC. So if you haven't and gotten your season tickets a, yet, the fact that it's a double XL yeah, is making me. If you're feel ordering like, a jersey uh, for our soccer team, I gotta hit the gym. Uh, if you're ordering a jersey, I would order large because they run small. They're at what we call an athletic cut. So fair warning out there. I know uh, shameless self promotion, but soon we'll be distributing tickets to games through Quizzo Games down here in the. South Jersey region doing everything we possibly can to promote the team because it is coming. It's something we've been working on for seven months, basically since we started this podcast as well. This uh, this team has been there. So welcome to episode 41. We're going to take you on a whirlwind tour of a uh, couple quizzo contests, uh, questions you'll be seeing in the upcoming weeks. And uh, man, I got so many that this week was one of the best weeks of trivia writing I've done this year. Okay. Found nice all when this that great stuff, all this motivation to keep researching more stuff, and just uh, it was flowing. So it I, is, I, right? I, man. Sometimes you sit lot. there with a blank page, and then other times it just flows. Oh, it was just it was coming. So you're 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 going to be treated to a lot of new stuff this week, uh, not so much recycled. So that's a beautiful thing. I, all right, so I'm going to start you off with this one. We don't have a lot of deep science conversations on here or at least we haven't yet you know we've, we've asked some questions but uh, uh possibly because uh i don't know much about deep science <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> could, be. that could be that could be because we're, we're not very deep scientists <laughs> but i'm gonna ask you this one okay i'm gonna start you off in the general knowledge round with this question here what decade was the idea of mass uh, a mass extinction event 66 million years ago first proposed by scientists so, you know, we grew up thinking about dinosaurs. Right, right. So this Everybody is... Everybody says, all right, dinosaurs one day were everywhere. Then all of a sudden there were, like, no dinosaurs. Now they're birds. So this is when... So people say 66 million years ago there was, like, a boom, and then bye-bye Figured dinosaurs. it out that it was specifically 66 million years ago. What decade, what decade? did that, that theory first get floated into humanity? Because, like, you all have right, to so think... All right, so I can say right now, I don't feel like I grew up being taught that. I don't remember... Learning 66 million years ago specifically, that's when dinosaurs... I think I wouldn't... I was learning about dinosaurs. They just were like... At some point, they became extinct. So, You don't I, remember as a kid hearing that you think the reason they became extinct was like a comet hit the Earth and the vegetation? Yeah, I, just, I don't remember being specifically taught that, okay, 66 million years ago, a comet hit the Earth and wiped the dinosaurs out. There's probably a good reason why. So... I'm going to say it was either the 80s or the, or the 90s. So I, I'll say the 80s. It's a great guess. 1980. Yes. On the nose. You got it. Yes. You're, you're one for one in the contest so far. But 1980, two scientists, Luis Alvarez and Walter Alvarez, were the first to float this theory that there was this mass extinction event that occurred 66 million years ago, basically based on the the, the age of this, this – uh, layer of rocks that they were able to uncover all over the place like something happened that covered 
everything in a in a thick layer, and then that crystallized over, and then more stuff came. Okay, so, so they can specifically say this, this something this happened at covered exactly the Earth at this, right at this exact point. And supposedly seventy. See, I thought they were measuring it based on uh, ice ages back in the day. Seventy-five percent of all life on Earth was extinct at that moment. It was extinguished at that moment. Extinguished, right? Yes. Can you think think about that? Something happened so severe that seventy-five percent of the world life boop. And you think of, well, the dinosaurs, if they were cold-blooded, anything cold, gone. <laughs> right. Do, do we know what are the, even mammals back then? Do we even know that? I have no idea. I'm not a scientist. All I know is that, like, we're on borrowed time. That's I know. There's, I know. <laughs> That's what I know. I'm there's a real every, fascinating, I'm time here. There's a real fascinating thing, and I, I forget what they call it. Is it an era? I want, is it the circadian or uh, circadian era? I don't know. I'm just trying to recall it, but anyway. Steve Sarkeesian era? No, well, most of life. Bad play calling. Most of life on Earth right now can be measured back to, like, starting at the specific era. Right, okay. So it it must have been after that dust cleared, (laughs) like, probably 50 million years ago. Right. And most of the species alive on Earth today have been alive since this one yeah, I'm fascinated that birds are basically winged dino- or feathered dinosaurs. Did you see what that's, they did with that one chicken and they gave it a dinosaur tooth t- face? Did you see this? No, I Dude, don't look, see that. Look this up. Oh, Lord. Okay, dinosaur chicken. chicken with dinosaur face. Like, they just <laughs> chicken, did this like last week. Chicken with dinosaur face. They took it. some kind of di- – I don't know how they did this. They took some kind of uh, dinosaur DNA and merged it with a chicken. How's that for you? Oh boy, I, I, I don't like <laughs> so that at it's all. It's like a chicken, but its mouth looks yeah, like yeah, a dinosaur I, see, mouth. Right, I want to see that with teeth. I'm going to be haunted by that. <laughs> okay, that's not a good thing. But that's exactly what we're dealing with. Who knows? Who knows what's what dinosaur chickens? All right, give me your first question because you did you did just get me there. You got it right on the nose. I, I was thinking you might go 70s, even earlier. I don't know. All right, so how did uh, President Trump describe Haiti and uh, some other African he countries? Ask me that question. He he says he didn't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> he says he didn't say right, it. Right, there's like 25 people in the room that were like <laughs> sitting there with their eyes wide open and shocked. I, mean, I say just, it all the time. I don't know why he's having a problem now. <laughs> it's like, has he, has it, I don't want to pick on particular cities in the United States, but let me tell you, we got quite a few of them. There's quite a few of them everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, you could go, there's not really many places you could go where there aren't areas that don't have the S-hole quality <laughs> to them. So obviously he called them shitholes. I mean, that's they, they the said greatest. it on MSNBC now and CNN, so I guess that's fair game in public discourse. It's like a word the president Well, said. what's your president uses it to describe other countries? Right, so like is bunghole fair game now because of <laughs> Johnson? I just hey, I don't... need a few extra inches so that uh, I can loosen up in the bunghole. I don't want to live in a world anymore where our president doesn't call African countries shitholes. <laughs> it's just... I don't want this to ever stop. Oh, you don't know, use the entertainment value, yes. even though it's like incredibly offensive, <laughs> right. and so right. bad for public relations. But, but basically, we're living in a reality TV show, and you don't know what's going to happen next. It's like tune in at eleven; you'll never believe what the president said. Yeah, I mean, I guess if it's I like was a weird tabloid, like dude, people are telling Oprah to one for. Do you really want to see a? presidential election between Donald Trump and Oprah Winfrey like what kind of what kind of you think I don't want to see that you're just rooting for it all to burn absolutely (laughs) 
No, not all to burn. I just well, first of all, Trump is our president. Yeah, you're telling me Oprah's worse. No. Okay. I didn't say that. Right. So how? I mean, it, it's not, not at all. I'm just saying I don't. Things I are not see crumbling career, down. I want to see career politicians now back in the role of being politicians and not reality TV stars trying to be president. Oh. It's not the. It's. It, I, and and I'll tell you something from a Democratic standpoint. The two guys we have right in our backyard, the governors of New York and New Jersey, I would place. You want to bet a dollar like trading places? My ticket, a dollar. It's Cuomo. And Phil Murphy for president, vice president against Trump uh, in the next election. Those are the guys that Democrats are going to get. Okay. Because they run, they can't get anybody that's been associated with him, right? So anyone in Washington on the Democratic side who worked with him for anything. Who's him? Trump. Okay. Right? If they're going to win the election, I'm saying. You're saying if the Democrats are going to be Trump. If the Democrats are going to be Trump, they can't put out a candidate who had anything to do with this presidency on any level over the last four years because it would have to be the person who's every single day rallying against him you know like i mean maybe sanders could but even he once you run and you fail it's just hard to do it Uh, i agree so i think it's cuomo and and phil murphy and i think cuomo has taken all the steps to to get himself into that position long-term governor of one of the most prosperous states passing all these laws you know, enacting fair pay for women in the workplace. Take it like I, I see him check, tech, you know, checking check, all the boxes, check, check, check. Right. And he's good looking and he's affluent and he's well spoken and he's got, you know, the the Wall Street Democrats, the money Democrats uh, backing him. So I think that's what you're looking at. I think he's going to try to. And I, I'm all for a president named Andrew. I like when presidents are named Andrew. So you mentioned we got a new governor. Yep. Phil Murphy. Did Goldman you see Sachs. his. Uh... His swearing? No, <laughs> I did not. I'm sorry. What happened? Did you see what Bible he was sworn in? Oh, interesting. No. All right. So I was trying to figure out the, the origin of how he acquired this Bible or if it was just lent to him. But, like, if you were going to get sworn into an office and there was... Like George Washington's Bible? It, it's, not, it's not ancient history. Right. But, like, something... Like JFK's. You got it. JFK's Bible. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so I tried to find the origin of this Bible. It's like an 1850 Bible, the Kennedy family Bible. Wow. And he got sworn in on that, the Murphy. same Bible it that uh, JFK. So you could tell this guy's got aspirate. He's getting oh. sworn in with Kennedy's Bible. It's I, I heard somebody talk about him for president already. I was like, he has been the governor for a day. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally. So, you know, well. We'll see. <laughs> we will see. All right, so I'm 0 for 1. You're 1 for 1. Ah, I love this one. I, th- I know you're going to get it, but I got I just love it so much, and I can't wait to ask this uh, next week. What can be a thick mass or layer of material that covers something completely or a child of Michael Jackson? A blanket. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Yeah. <laughs> Give me my blanket. Did you see uh, Michael Jackson's dad was in the news? No, Joe. Uh, it's so hilarious. What's, what's Joe doing? So Joe's trying to reach out to Michael's kids. To blanket. So he goes out on Twitter. Of course. That's the way that's to do That's the it. way to approach your grandchildren. No, no doubt. And he, he gives some, you know, thing about how the kid's not feeling well. And he's, like, sick. And, you know, 
It's like Angelina. now he knows why the kid, why, why his dad put masks on him when they were kids. Oh, dude. oh lord! Go, you got to go revisit this. And then he, <laughs> and then he tells him, like, "Say hi to your brother for me." And then, meanwhile, he's got the wrong kid. The other kid the was reco- so he's got the wrong names. It, it just it is it's even better every, oh, every so step great. of the way. Is remember Angelina Joe Jolie's dad? John Voight. It's exactly reminiscent of that. Yes. He can't remember. Uh, what's a what's a what's it that it's one? Like, the, you don't the, know the, those kids. The, the packs, <laughs> yeah. the packs, and the yes. I want to say hello and uh, nice, nice to see you. I mean, the only thing better is that this was through Twitter. Oh, okay. like, like, <laughs> it wasn't even a platform <laughs> to butcher the kids' names. No, no, I can't even. Didn't even get it right. Good All old right. blanket. So, there you go. You got another one for me? Uh, of course, I do. I hope so. In the Islamic faith. <laughs> the chances of me getting this have just dropped down to 5% right away. All right. What is it called when a mufti gives a formal legal opinion? A fatwa? A fatwa. A fatwa. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> you knew that because of Because curve. of Curb Your yes. Enthusiasm. The whole, uh, the whole season was around the fatwa. The fatwa. The fatwa. Oh, I love it. And the Fatwa, the, the musical. Fatwa the musical with the Muftis. All right, let's, let's get off it. I have nothing but respect for everybody's religion. Well, give me the most famous fatwa of all time. The Salman Rushdie fatwa. The Salman Rushdie fatwa. Right. And, then, and you fast forward 30 years later, the guy's having lunch <laughs> with Larry David. Talking about how talking easy about it is to land chicks when you have a sex. fatwa. Oh, Only Larry David, man. He's just, you know, you got to love it. it all right, I got, a, I got one for you. I genuinely don't know if you'll know this. Uh, I think this is going to be the hardest one of my round for the, at least the general knowledge round. But coined by John Calvin in the 1500s, what L word describes people like Marquise de Sade, Don Juan, as extreme hedonists? You want it again? Yeah. Okay, coined by John Calvin in the 1500s, what L word describes people like the Marquis de Sade, Don Juan, as extreme hedonists? So the L word, that means extreme hedonists and these people were called this they were called this yes <clears throat> it's tough and i'd heard the word multiple times in my life and i was always like i gotta be honest i don't know what the hell that means if you ever come across one of those where you're like you've heard it you've heard it used you've heard it used in circumstances and one day you're fine like fatwa or something yeah, like until that. until you really sit down and think about what does this mean and you're like i know i've heard that used but i really yeah, don't I, know i think uh hedonist was one of those yeah 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 right that's right <laughs> That's right. So, so they like, came ima- out with that, imagine uh, that the, movie with Rosie Imagine O'Donnell. the idea that there is an extreme hedonist. Because hedonist seems to imply extreme already. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So this is yeah. like a whole other level. Oof, man. Can you imagine? I just can't believe I don't know this. Especially having the letter. I feel like if you didn't give me the letter, I would give up on this easily. But I gave you the letter. Giving me the letter. And man, and, and I don't like those. A... I usually don't like throwing out the first letter. But I felt like this was such a hard word yeah. if I didn't direct Cer- people to. Certain times it's necessary to yep. give the letter. Uh, extreme hedonist from the And I'll tell you what. A very famous word has come out of this word. Something that's constantly used in political discourse all over the place. Oh. So it's like it has an or this is the origin. Oh. That's why I think it's a great question. Man, I feel like I know. It. I wish I could uh, call time out or, or pass one of those <laughs> game shows because I, it's, I uh, dare you to. I, I just feel like for some reason, if I stop thinking Nick, about do you it, have it or do you want to pass? It would uh, it would come to me. <laughs> 
I'm still looking at this freaking chicken dinosaur. We gotta get this <laughs> off the. Yeah, that's, that's what we're working on. Go back to my right man Dan Marino's picture. I'm not looking at the. Yeah, for those of you, by the way, I'm going to make this announcement because he's he's committed. But we signed multiple players already for Atlantic City FC, and by far, well, give me the give give me the question on air that you just gave me. Okay, when we were talking about who's this. the most famous number thirteen of all time? And in one guess, I laid he Dan it. Marino down. Yes, he did. As the most famous 13. And we now have a soccer player who will be wearing number 13 for Atlantic City FC named Dan Marino. All right. Welcome to the club. Dan Marino. All right. I, I know I know this L word. It's just pissing me off. All right. It's libertine. Oh, wouldn't have got it. Libertine. And what is, what's the origin of the word? Liberal. Wow. So it's an extreme. So meanness. it's not liberty. No. It's Libertine. He called Marquise de Sade and Don Juan Libertines. And, and they're and, and liberals? It, extreme right, hedonists? Extreme hedonists. Right. right. So the concept of liberalism comes well, at least from these Bill Clinton fit the bill. And, and certainly John Calvin, the Calvinists, was an extreme conservative. Ah, yes, the Calvinists, of course. Right. No fun. Not good on the party scene. No. The Calvinists. <laughs> Calvinists. <laughs> hey, is your daughter a Calvinist? All right, I'm out. Go for it. This is just ridiculous. What is the North American car of the year? Oh, Jesus. This is ridiculous, the answer to this. Uh, the Chevy, who uh, cares? No, the Honda Accord. It's a Japanese car. So I think Because it, it was made in America because we have a plan In Ohio, here. yeah, they might assemble it in Ohio. So the North American car of the year is the Honda Accord. Let's get back to a real American car. True or false? GM came up with the name Corvette. Is that true or false? General Motors. Is there a dude named Corvette? Came up. I thought there was a guy named Corvette. The Marquise de de Corvette? Yeah. No, you're thinking of uh, the Marquise de Cadillac. Johnny Corvette. (laughs) Johnny Corvette. Johnny Corvette. What's your name? Johnny Corvette. My name is is Francois Corvette. I think that might have came after. No, I'm going to say true. False. False. A Corvette is a small, fast naval warship. It's the smallest class of naval. Is it? Smaller than a frigate. Never would have known that. Yeah. Now that's why you do trivia, folks. Yep. You learn something new every day. I just figured the Corvette was a cool name for a sports car. So GM just, you know, coined it. All right. So we're going to transition here from general knowledge into sports. Oh, I got one more. All right. Give me your one more because I I don't. Because this won't be relevant next week and I want your opinion on it. Okay. What transgender army private who leaked the largest batch of government classified information? Chelsea Manning. Is running for Senate in Maryland. in Maryland. Chelsea Manning. So, yeah. now you know a couple people with some votes down there. You got sure. family in Maryland. Sure. They're not voting for her. They're not voting for her. No. Her or him? Her. Her. Okay. She's a her. She she, she wants to be a her. She's a her. So she was I'm a... Cool with that. She was a he. She's and now she's her. a her. Cool with that. Whatever okay. you want, Chelsea. Sorry you got tortured for telling the truth. Um, <laughs> um, moving on. <laughs> you, you can tell how I like to avoid political controversy at all costs. One day, I hope to have sponsors secured for this program, and I would prefer not to alienate anybody based on a difference in opinion because I love all of your opinions. I, this is about trivia, not about political opinions. So I'm going to give you a throwback from my youth in the sports round. It's a nice bridge gap between the general knowledge and the sports because it's a little entertainment more than sports. And uh, I have a feeling you'll know this. I always like to to say whether I think you'll know it. Uh, that's that's kind of my my guess to see if you know it, and sometimes I just got to ask because it's interesting. So Rocky wrestles Samuel Denderbeams. 
who was better known as whom? What? Rocky. You've heard of him. Is this a sports round? Yes. Rocky. Uh, uh, the so, most famous fictional athlete. Okay, so fictional Rocky. Okay, yes. so fictional Rocky. Fictional Rocky wrestles Samuel Denderbeams, better known as whom? Is this real life or in the movie? No. Now, in the question, I say which Rocky it's in, but I don't want to say that to you because I don't want to give you any additional hints. All right. Because I think the the Rocky that it's in is a trigger to the answer. All right. So this is a sports movie question. Yes. Okay. Correct. And we, we of course, all know where Bill But Burr's... Daniel Bember Beams? Daniel. No, Samuel. Samuel ben... Dender Beams. Samuel Dender Beams. But, is a real person? No, that's the character name that he wrestles. That's a character that. But he what wrestles. do they call Samuel Bender Beams? Thunderlips. Thunderlips. Okay, you got it. Which is Hogan? Thunderlips, the ultimate male. Whose name is of Desire? Terry. Bar- that's a, Terry Bar- Boella. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like, it's not Hogan's name. No, it's not Hogan. It's not Thunderlips. Thunderlips' name okay. in the movie is Samuel. Dender Beans. All right, that I didn't remember. So the question asks, Rocky wrestles Samuel Dender Beans, better known as what in Rocky 3? Gotcha. So, obviously... Yeah, you, Rocky 3 would have When you phrase it like that, it's pretty, you know, if you remember your Rockies. Yeah, I had to roll they did through it for charity. if there was any. Yeah, if you remember, like, why he wrestles Hogan, he wrestles Hogan for charity. Somebody got him to do that. Right. Plus, also, at the time of Rocky 3, Hulk Hogan was as big of a star as there was in wrestling. So, if you had a uh, chance to get him double in... Double cameo. Figure yeah. out a way. Hey, how about Rocky wrestles... It's it's Rocky 3. How about Rocky wrestles Hulk Hogan? All, all right. What's amazing is... This is probably what's made. If Rocky Four wasn't so great, we would look back on that Thunderlips match as like, Rocky jumping the shark. By like <laughs> jumping right yes. out of that ring. Yeah. Oh yeah. When did Rocky hat. jump the shark? I can tell you. Thunderlips. Thunderlips. That's the answer to that question. No, but Rocky Four was the best one. Yeah, but then so, they came like, back with Rocky Four. And it was so. like at the height of it. Somebody just like figured it out. It's like, wait a minute, we don't like the Russians. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, it's, that's good stuff. In the burning heart. <laughs> that training scene montage in oh, Siberia. Yeah. Um, all right, I got a bunch of sports for you, but uh, you throw one at me. I got two more. True or false, North and South Korea's athletes will march into the opening ceremonies under the United Korean flag. Is that true or false? North and South Korea's athletes will march into the opening ceremonies under the United Korean flag. Is that true or false? False. That, my friend... Is true. They're doing that. You, you know, the Olympics are in South Korea. Yeah, I had a question about it here. So What's now the we're having district. So, so wait, this guy is threatening nuclear war on us, and we're, and we're going to the Olympics, and they're marching under a United Korean flag. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, what's is Trump like going to say is about it? Like it? a goodwill. Thing. They've been working on it for weeks, the two of them, and uh, you know that Pat Moon Jam area of the demilitarized zone. They just agreed to. They're actually fielding a women's ice hockey team together with both North Korean and South Korean players, and they're going to. So essentially, North Korea is now hosting the Olympics. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, where it's we're at. It, what's the capital of North Korea? Pyongyang. Yeah. Well, where's this? Where's the uh, the Olympic Games being held? Uh, I don't know. So, Pyongyang. Oh, uh, Pyongyang Korea. and Pyongyang? Yeah. Okay. The Pyongyang district of South Korea. So right. it's like not, it's winter. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? You need mountains. It's not in Seoul. Right, right. So it's it's up by North Korea. Thus, oh. north. 
So right, but don't we have sanctions against this country I that mean, we're not even allowed I, to let food in, and now they're going to be? Even, I don't even know. What they're hosting that. the Winter Olympics. That's some crazy stuff. I have two great ones left, so I don't even really know which one to give you. Actually, I have three great ones left. So one of them is going to get the boot here, and I'm not really sure which one. Libertine. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird word to come up with. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I you know those Calvinists, man. They were just. All right. What is the only uh, Major League Baseball team whose official logo features a weapon? You're right on it. The Atlanta Braves. Absolutely. I've seen enough of that tomahawk chop yep, in my yep. day. Right, so you got that rather easily. Growing up a meth fan in the 90s. All right, that that was uh, thrown off. I'm going to give you one more because then I'll give you the good one at the end. Uh, see if you would have gotten this one. Who was the youngest NFL head coach to reach the Super Bowl? Tomlin. Yes. Boom. Two for two. 2008. Boom. Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Tomlin. Who's already been there like almost a decade. Isn't that crazy? Uh, crazy if you watch him coach that Jacksonville game that he's lasted a decade. <laughs> No bueno. How do you show up flat? That was all. Todd. That was all Todd Haley, dude. Fourth and one. You got Big Ben and Le'Veon Bell. And they went a sweep, an eight yard sweep outside against the, the fastest that defense. That was the, in the worst league. play call ever. The best. How big is Big Ben? Like two seventy corners. Yeah, in football. <laughs> and you're gonna run. And you're gonna run a sweep for that minus drops seven. you eight. Yeah. They got yeah. They got back to minus five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, get a break and tackle. Right. It, it just, well, Big Ben weighs 270 pounds. I'd have fired him fall. right there. I'd have been yeah, like, get, get the hell coach. out of here. Just get the, get the thing. Yeah. Out of here. Like, the, the gong show. I would have thrown a gong in there and been like, yo, Haley, out. He should be fired. He will be fired, I hope. Oh, there's there's no way he'll be back here. All right, go ahead. All right. So the Australian Open is coming up. Woo, very excited for <laughs> you that. You know about the Australian Open? I know I asked two tennis questions in a row this last week at the Quizzo game, and I'm awfully sorry about that. Somehow that that editing process slipped my uh, slipped my view. All right, so um, Billie Jean King wants what arena in Australia renamed after its namesake's link to gay, lesbian, Linking gay, lesbians, and the transgender to the devil and the Nazi party. Rod Laford linked the gays <laughs> and Neds to the Nazi party? Margaret Court. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember Margaret Court, Australian. Beth. Yeah, they couldn't she... call it Margaret Court but... Court, so they called it Margaret Court Arena. Okay. It was renamed in 2003 in honor of Australia's best. But doesn't of... Rod Laver have something down there, too? Rod, La... Look up, yeah. Rod Laver is, is that the court? Yeah, that they play they, center court in the yeah, arena so. is Margaret Court Arena. Oh, okay. So she's she's not a fan of the gays, huh? Uh, she's a 75-year-old pastor who oh, so <laughs> likes lesbians, gays, and transgenders to the, the devil. I, I get the devil at least if you're if you're if you're that. But wait, the Nazi party? Nazi party? I, I don't think the Nazi parties were thrilled with gays. The gays the, no, not at all. Right. That, that doesn't make a lot of sense. That's actually. It's very confusing. Yeah, yeah, very confusing. People should stop asking people over 75 their opinions on things. And the other thing you should do is stop uh, asking athletes about their social opinions at all, ever. No, stop linking people to the Nazi party. Ever? Just, no, just don't was, talk about the yeah, Nazis anymore. Like, they it's were, never they gonna... were its own horrific thing, and it's not really relevant today to be linking. I've met a lot linking. of gay people in my life, and not one time has <laughs> the thought that this Nazi? person is a Nazi. Not at all. Never. It has never happened. 
Uh, speaking of, this doesn't fit, but did you see the new president of the Mormon church? No. Their new president? No. Like, you know, you say, oh, well, Trump's running for president. How old is he? Oh, is he going to, what, what kind of shape is he going to be in at the end of his term? Oh, I hope this guy's like 88. <laughs> the, new, the new president of the Mormon church, they want to get back to, you know, what really. Youthful, was the, right. Yeah, yeah, get back. <laughs> 93 years old. It's awesome. It's like the Pope. <laughs> Ninety, the new president. What could you be contributing on a daily basis at ninety-three years old? Is it like one of those things where if you die, the president, you get a special palace in heaven when you go to the alien ship? Maybe. They got aliens too. I think so. Yeah, they I do have aliens, guy, right? They, they buried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they got they, aliens. I think they got a lot of aliens going on in there. And I'm not saying they're crazy because honestly, I don't know what's going on. There's there's a lot of things like the Washington Monument. What shape is it in? The Washington Monument yeah. phallus. No, it's an obelisk. Obelisk. Yeah, where there would you, you find obelisks? Ancient Egypt. Okay. I mean, we have a lot of Egyptian things in our. Oh, there's stuff all over the place, and like everything that I've ever read about conspiracies, it all goes back to like ancient Egypt and like what was going on there, and these extraterrestrial like beings that were pharaohs and gods, and there's tons of those uh, obelisks in Ro- ancient oh, yeah. Rome too, and stuff. But... You know, who knows? So, who knows? All right, I'll give you my last one. I want to see if you can get all of them, because I'll be impressed. There are three college team nicknames in the ACC Basketball Conference that do not end in the letter S. What are they? Uh, ACC. ACC Basketball Conference, the three team nicknames that don't end in the letter S. Well, the the easy one for me, the I orange. Hope. I would hope. Yes, that's where Nick and I attended, for those of you who are unfamiliar with our podcast. So there's two more in the ACC? There are. It's like a it's like a triple question. It's a layered question, which I love because got to know every team that's in the ACC basketball conference. Which, I mean, I should know. It is my favorite college basketball conference. I assume, and I've seen pretty much every ACC tournament. That uh, pretty much that has existed for the last twenty five years. So. I mean, at least I think I started following the ACC in in 1989. Hmm. But the pressure of a name. I know that's what the best part is. Well, fill in that air, folks. Fill yeah, in that I, air. Next is St. John's in the ACC? They're not. They're right? not. The Red Storm. No, yeah, they were the Big East. Yeah, well, that's that's what's confusing because like Syracuse was in the Big East, yeah, so I moved. wasn't sure. St. John's never uh, went over to the East. Yeah, I'm trying to think of teams that don't end in the, in the letter S. Mm. Man, this is a tough one to throw me on the spot. You want them? The other no, two? No, I don't. But I don't know that I'm uh, gonna get the Demon Deacons and the. Tar Heels and the Blue Devils and the Hurricanes and the Seminoles and the and how many left can there be? Uh, the, the, <laughs> the, 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 the Eagles, the driving this man crazy. I'm just wondering the ACC expansion, and I'm just missing a couple of teams that no and. One of them has been an ACC original. Like they've been there forever. All right. The other one is it's a little the trickier because it's, it's not... no, they're in the Big Ten now. 
Right, oh, yeah, they moved, right. Okay. As soon as Syracuse came in, they were like, uh, we know Drew likes both teams, so we're out. That was convenient. It was. It allowed me to continue to root for them. All right, you're going to drive the audience. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I don't know what you want me to so, do. NC State. The Wolf Pack. There you go. And Notre Dame. The Fighting <sighs> Irish. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Irish I should have got. Well, it's a 30-point question at the end of a sports round, 10 for each. So, I would have gotten that. I just yeah, I, figure, I was feeling the time pressure. Sure, sure. I figure most people will probably get Syracuse. I think they, you know, they've been in the ACC long enough that they'll they'll start to... Uh, it's, uh, just don't think of the Irish as being in the ACC. I think of them as being yep. in the Big East. Yeah, that's right. So, all right. Uh, you got any left for me? That was my last sports question before we move on to geography history. Got some good ones in that round, too. They're all good today. Did you see uh, Aaron Rodgers' new girlfriend? No. This is that dog? From the, <laughs> from the commercial? The commercial, yeah. No, not a dog. Who's Aaron Rodgers dating, Nick? So I can think Danica of... Patrick. Really? Is that not a match made in heaven? That's kind of, yeah. I mean, she's kind of cute and adorable. I don't okay. know. I don't, I don't know if she's... Well, I look forward to seeing her at Lambeau Field next year, yeah. cheering on the team. She's a grew up a Bears fan, and has completely turned her back on the Bears. One hundred percent. Adams. She said she'll. She said she used to just root for Aaron, but now, the whole team. So we've converted Danica Patrick from a Bears fan to a Packers fan. That's hot. Yes, it is. I bet he finds that like, particularly <laughs> yeah. alluring. I'm sure he does. Tell me about the '85 championship. <laughs> Talk about when you saw William the Fridge Perry. Talk about Mike Ditka. Curse Ditka. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to geography history before we get off into the creepy with Danica and Aaron's uh, sexual escapades. Um, I wonder if you know this one. What is the only U.S. state that has never recorded a below zero temperature in their history? Never once has it dropped below zero in this state's history, and that's only happened in one of our lovely Hawaii Ding, 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 ding. Seems like it would have to be hard for Hawaii to get below zero. Don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it has never happened. They are Every single day in Hawaii is Hard to zero. picture Florida getting below zero. Not North Florida. Have you ever been to Tallahassee or yeah. Jacksonville? Below oh, zero, though? Oh, yeah. It snowed in Miami in the 70s. Yeah. So it can happen. Sure. All right, let's see what I got for you here. Uh, let's see. We talked I about can scratch off Murphy. my Pyeongchang uh, question because we... that was in this round. In fact, that was going to be my lead in. I even said, oh, lead with this because it goes from sports to geography history. But sorry. Did uh, well, since we were talking about Hawaii, let's see if you know the first president of Hawaii after the overthrow of Queen Liliuokalani. So there was a queen of Hawaii. Sure. And uh, we said enough of that. They overthrew them. Right? <laughs> overthrew that independence. Enough of you Islanders having your and own country. We made this guy the president of. Uh, hey, you're president now. Yeah, uh, Jean Claude Van Johnson. <laughs> no, think of the guy. By the way, all right, I gotta say, after see, after going there, I watched that. It is awesome, Nick. It is the funniest show. Jean Claude Van Johnson it is so good. I don't even know how to describe it. It is what? humor gold. And the premise is hilarious, and the delivery is even funnier. All right, the good. I'm glad we showcased it. Then. Oh, it's just have to unbelievable! Watch it. It's so good. So how do I do? I like Amazon. stream it on one of those? Yeah, it's Amazon. It's on Amazon. Oh, okay. Prime Amazon's video. easy. It's like it's like cable. 
Netflix, Amazon is next. Once I go deeper than Amazon, Hulu it becomes is my the third and final. And <laughs> it's, it's the low rung. It's like maybe Comedy Central. If it's not on Hulu. So, all right, go ahead. So, this guy was the first. No, I have no idea. Dole. What? Dole. Dole? Yeah, like Dole of the fruit. Dole. <laughs> like the guy who had the most to gain from overthrowing the queen of Hawaii. Pineapples. So he could turn. Yeah, so he could turn. Classic. That state into money. That's good. So glad the Hawaiians got as good I a founded... deal as the rest of the American inhabitants prior to our arrival. Founded in 1118. What organization was uh, put in place to protect Christian pilgrims on their way from the Holy Land during the Crusades? The Knights Templar. You got it. The Knights Templar. Yeah, I watched Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Come on. Yeah, so I, they weren't founded to protect the Holy Grail and all of that other nonsense. I no, I mean that's 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 all. That's they all were like part a taxi the, service. It's all part of the myth. But yeah, I mean it was basically. <laughs> To, to handle the, the finances as they were going from England down to uh, Jerusalem to try to take back the Holy Lands and, and to build armies. So and then they were all persecuted. And it's funny. I'm reasonably sure Friday the 13th is Friday the 13th in terms of horrific days because it was the day that the Pope ordered the Knights Templars all be executed. And they turned on the Knights Templars and and they became like a banned society. But basically, they yeah, were was all the rounded Pope up and killed. From France, was uh, it a French Pope or something like that? I don't, okay. know. I don't know the history well enough to know. All I know is that's why Friday Thirteenth isn't a good day if you were a Knights Templar member because, because you were, they, yeah, you were like banned, and then basically they seized your land and killed you if they found you. Mm. That type of thing. They were they were more fun with the Catholic powerful. Church. Good times. <laughs> All in the name of God. Why are you doing that? God told me to. Sounds All right, good. so it was Martin Luther King weekend, this past weekend. Mm-hmm. So this inspired me to find out something about him. Do you know what the first protest of the civil rights movement was? What was the first major protest of the civil rights movement? I don't. This happened in 1955. I don't want to take an uneducated guess, so I'll just let you tell me. All right, the Montgomery bus boycott. Oh, yeah. The Rosa Parks. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I was going to guess that, but I felt like, were you some kind of idiot? That happened like, <laughs> just be silent. But, yeah, you know. The assassination of John F. Kennedy, was that the first? Right, right. Just <laughs> something so, so ignorant and so stupid. So I just don't, I don't like offending anybody. You know, uh, they're trying to get a 51st state. First oh, of all, if you're New California, <laughs> yeah, 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 that came across my radar yesterday. The California has California. had it with California. Yeah, California is like uh, the liberals got to We just like <laughs> we're done. There's like some sixty counties in well, California I mean, that wants out. It's basically exactly New York. It's New Jersey. Okay, so let me get this right. So basically, it's every single state that has a suburban versus rural population, an urban versus rural population. So. Every okay, so now where are we going to start making two states for every? You know what I mean? Like, are we going to have new New Jersey? Yeah, I mean, these people are inspired by West Virginia. This is what they're trying to fo- they're trying to follow the same way that West Virginia left Virginia, right. even though that was that's worked out. That real was a well civil war I- issue. Yeah, well, start a civil war and see where it goes. New California. Oh my can't God. wait. New California. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just so funny. Yeah, I did. I did see that. Um, all right, so this is. Uh, this actually is is an interesting one. I I'm not asking it this way uh, when I when I do the game, but I'm curious if you can. You you love pricing stuff, 
right? Oh, I love it. That's your favorite thing. How much did this cost? <laughs> Big fan Painting. of that. All right. What do you think we paid for the Virgin Islands to the Danish government in 1916? Okay. So I gave you the year, which is important. Yeah, because I can. Context. I can if easily, I told you 1700s, who the hell I knows? can easily do some math. So 1916, pretty much one-tenth is the value. So in other words, like a dime was a dollar. Right. There you go. In, 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 good rule in, in that rule. Right. Yep. So the U.S. Virgin Islands, I would expect to cost, in today's money, somewhere in the neighborhood of, I don't know, maybe $1.5 billion. Okay. I would say so it's I'll say way more than that, but realistically. But back then I could see where. Well, land value be. has been become different. Right. So I'm going to say $150 million. Twenty-five million. Oh, goodbye. 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 That's right. Can you imagine, like, you get the broker government deals back. That's like, yeah, I'll take those islands. Yeah. Twenty-five million. Nobody else had any money. Yeah, that's right. Twenty-five <laughs> million to the Danish government, nineteen sixteen. It's like maybe we could buy some tanks that will not knock off the Nazis. Yeah, I mean, what's the GDP? That'll keep us safe for like right thirty now minutes. For them. Yeah. <laughs> Bought ourselves thirty. Well, I would I would have kept that. I mean, and those islands are so far get the away. Hell out of the Netherlands and head right <laughs> over to, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. What else you got? Uh, we can move on to entertainment. Yeah, let's move on. I, was, I, I got you. You want a true or false? Sure. True or false? Yep. Black Death was spread by rats. Is that true or false? by a lot of things, but, like, part of it, some of it. Well, they did a new study. No? No Fal- rats? False. Okay. Human fleas and lice. Yeah, figured. Good times. <laughs> figured that was a big big thing. Good times like, during Lack life. of sanitation in general. I just thought, because now the rats are off the hook. I oh. think we all kind of thought that it was rats and stuff coming over. They did a study to determine it was not fleas. It was lice. not spread by rats. It was human fleas and lice. Take a shower, folks. Let's keep the black death <laughs> out of here. Away, if you don't mind. Um, all right, I got a couple good, good energy. the rats get one back, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> rats. We, we, we don't call them rats anymore. Ever since they've been cleared from the Black Death, we call them uh, large, large mice. Large mice. <laughs> yeah. right. What's that large mice doing in the trash? That's a rat. No, no, no. Um, all right. Uh, Do you see the Morgan Spurlock rats documentary? It's called Rats. <laughs> no, but I like Spurlock. Oh, dude, it was also He shot it like a horror movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's a, it's a documentary, and it's, it's awesome. Rats are Really, an incredible. Like th- they said, they'll be here long after us. Oh yeah, it's I not, believe it. It's it's almost like we're building it all for the rats. <laughs> like, it's not even close. We're, we're creating the mazes yes. that they will eventually yeah, the, get to occupy. Exactly. And enjoy. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> that's good to know. It's a comforting thought. I'm going to sleep well thinking about that. That my house, my lovely house that I've worked so hard to build, one day will be infested with rats when I'm yep. around. Um, yep. All right, uh, here is a guy that's dead. Uh, written by Billy Roberts in the 1950s. What was Jimi Hendrix's first ever single release? Anniversary. Jimmy would have been 75. Oh, man. So this was written by Billy Roberts in the 1950s, and it was Jimmy's first release. The greatest guitarist of all time, if you ask me. Hard to dispute. I think Rolling Stone actually had him at number one, too. How do you argue with that? He's, like, you, I, I, he's not my number one. 
Uh, he was pretty but, re- pretty pretty much revolutionized everything. Guy played, but then he played in the wrong hand handed. He, he took a right handed guitar, flipped it around, and played it left handed upside down. Right. He he changed what anyone had thought conventional. Right, but when you say change, it's like nobody's done that since. Right. Well, people couldn't get the same sound. He yeah. was so good at what he did, they couldn't get the same. T- he had a lot of right hand guitarists. Took a left handed guitar, flipped it around, tried to get the same sound. Nobody's been able to really do it. He's just that good. So, his first... First single cover was a cover. I, I know it's not all along the Watchtower. That's what I figure people are going to say. Yeah, but it's that's Dylan. So that's, sure that's why I know that. Not Billy Roberts. Slick Will. <laughs> I don't know. Purple Haze just doesn't sound like a 50s song to me. Sure doesn't. Neither really did Billy's uh, did uh, all along the Watchtower in terms of his version of it. Well, right, but that, I mean, that was written in the sixties, right? Sure. So I'm trying to think of something. like, um, all right, I'm just gonna go with this because I Throw don't have a better guess. See, why not? The wind cries, Mary. It's a great guess. He actually wrote that. Jimmy wrote that. Okay, it's Hey Joe. Yeah, this is the other one. I was between the two. Yep. Son of a, son of a Hey Joe. Why yep. did I talk myself out of Hey Joe? Yeah, Hey Joe was written by Billy Roberts in the 1950s. Scottish. I don't know. Billy for Roberts. some reason, I thought Hey Joe was later in the career. Nah, maybe it was recorded actually by like five different bands by the time it got to Jimmy. The Leaves had a recording of it in the early 60s, and that was more popular. So I've been listening to a lot of trivia about Jimmy. Uh, I'm going to have to. Remember his second band name? His second band name? Remember, most people know his first, right? Yeah. Jimmy's band, first band. Yeah, know how many albums he had? You got <laughs> sitting in front of you like a nine nah, J- Jimmy Hendrix question. I researched I mean, a lot of Jimmy Hendrix stuff this week. That's all I'm saying. But I'll give you the answer. They were called something like the Electric the Experience. Oh, Jimmy Hendrix the Experience. Right. What was so the Electric Ladyland was the third and final album that they did. They three okay. albums. Uh, his second band was called Band of Gypsies. No, that I don't think all, know that was an all black band that he put together after he got rid of uh, his two. White boys from the first band. Yeah, I don't think anybody will know that one. I didn't ask any of those. I just <clears throat> knew it. So having some. Stuff. Am I off the hook here with Jimi Hendrix? Or are we still getting Done. okay? Done. Let's see. The last Jimi Hendrix question. I <laughs> uh, who was the first black actor to win the Golden Globe for Best Actor in a TV Drama? <sighs> the first black actor to win the Golden Globe for Best Actor in a TV Drama. Bob Guillaume. No, this just happened. Oh, Jesus Christ. This just happened. What year <laughs> this, this just happened. I just laid That's why I'm bringing it up. I just laid something the, for the early 80s. I got to be honest. I got to be honest. So this guy gets up and gives his speech right? at the Golden Globes, and he's thanking the guy for writing. The, he, I had no idea he was the first. So I'm sitting here listening to this interview, and I'm like, dude, it's 2018. I got to listen to you go on and on. Like, thanks for writing a role for a black guy. Like, there's no roles for a black guy. Meanwhile, he's the first guy ever to win That's the category. I learned it later. It's never it ceases to amaze me. I, I don't have a prayer. Sterling K. Brown. Would have never gotten that. The show called This Is Us. Yeah, I actually heard of that show. It sounds horrible. Well, it sounds so miserable to people me. People love it. I I can't even understand. I don't why you watch would want to it, do that to and it just my wife started watching it without me, and it's not one of those where I'm gonna like pick up uh, on my own. I just have no interest whatsoever. He Sorry, was in this the um, us. he was in uh, the 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 great show with uh, 
the O.J. Simpson show. Oh yeah, with Cuba. Sure, sure, sure. He played. Uh, who was that? Who was the black lawyer they brought on? The the prosecution. Yeah, Dard, Dard, Darden, uh, Darden, Darden, Darden. Yeah, right. yeah. I wanted to say Tyler Durden, but that's. Uh, yeah, did he Fight sleep Club. with Marsha Clark? Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, because yeah, they, they, they make they, it out like they they, did. they had a thing going on the whole time. Yeah. yeah, but he's the one that was like try on the glove. Right. He pretty much sank the prosecution. Good for you, because uh, he was getting a lot of flack. Anyway, All right. Sterling K. Brown. Good for you, Sterling. That's ridiculous. Breaking that through. To eight. <laughs> 2018. I'm like Benson. <laughs> 1982. Robert Guillaume. Robert Guillaume. He was gold. Like, no, this happened last week. Last week. week. <laughs> Jesus. So you see where my head is. I'm like, ah, it's, you know, probably 30 years ago. That took too long. No, no, no. We'll get around to it. Um, all right, I got two left, and this one is, uh, I think, a tough one, and the last one I know you'll get, and it's just my, I'm going to end the show on it, even though, you know, it's funny, I had a whole outro done because of this last question, and then I changed the outro, so I may go back to my original outro. I wanted to play number 41 by Dave Matthews, because today's the 41st episode, it's my favorite Dave Matthews song, Okay, but I don't want to, I don't know, I just get, go Go find it on Spotify. Well, you blew it. You had fats on in the beginning. You could have done that at a different <laughs> different time. We should have gone in in with forty one. Nah, or forty one's a slow build. It's a long song, six and a half minutes. It goes oh. forever. So I'm gonna end on this question, and then I'll play the outro that has uh, that correlates to this, and and uh, save myself the time to load that all up and do some extra editing at the end anyway. So let me start you with this question. There's only one person ever. Who has hosted shows simultaneously on ABC, CBS, and NBC? Ryan Seacrest. Not the case. Dick Clark. Dick Clark. Was it really? Yes. Jeez. Yep. Uh, I don't know if this. So Seacrest didn't do it simultaneously. Simultaneously. Or? Yeah, and he had Fox as his major thing. That's not mentioned here. So I don't okay. think Seacrest ever. I didn't had even it think anymore. of it. I just answered it before I even right, thought right. about it. Yeah, Dick Clark I, was I'm, the better guy. Yeah, I'm sure he is. But Dick Clark hosted twenty five thousand dollar Pyramid American Bandstand and TV's Bloopers and Practical Jokes. Yeah. Three top shows on three separate networks, and that's amazing. Uh, guy, guy had an incredible body work. Where did he go to school, Nick? Who is Ryan Seacrest trying to become? Not Ryan Seacrest. Where did Dick, Dick Clark, Clark go to school? No, I'm just saying, Ryan Seacrest is trying to be Dick Clark. Where did Dick know? Clark go to school? Syracuse. He did. I even know what fraternity he was in. Deke. I'm pretty sure he built, or Delta. Delta. Delta, 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 that's right. He Delta, built, Tal, he, Delta. He, he built, built that mansion. Yeah. yeah, that mansion. I remember going to visit Which that the first time. Which I don't think that they're at anymore, oddly enough. Can you imagine they lost that? Didn't the guy from the soccer team that we know, who went to Syracuse, go to Delta? Coach Braz, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, I think so. He told me they got uh, booted, booted from their house. Good for them. So did my house. Yes. So did your house. <laughs> no, no, we're there. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. See, the thing with my house that's great is the national, like, ATO owns, owns house. that house. So, like, no matter whatever happens. You're still staying there. Right. We, there. We, still, we can still stay there. We own that house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like it. No, ours, ours got sold. We, we actually still have, like, a hundred grand in our chapter account. That this like old alum manages, and I still get newsletters every once in a while. But there's no house, so you, no. but you still have a no fraternity. House. Yeah, I mean we have a we have a recognized chapter. We just don't have. Who's it in your house? Uh, I have no idea who it is now. I think it's Sammy or something like that. It's bad. I remember going. Oh, that makes me angry. But yeah. all right, moving on. Uh, got one more for me, and then I'll give you the last one of the day. Only one more. Oh, all right. Uh, I, I like this one. Who played a gigolo in Ten Years Later? A John. Who played a gigolo and 10 years later, a John? 
The only gigolo I really think about is uh, Deuce Bigelow, Rob Schneider, but I know that ain't the answer here. Uh, well, do you know what a John is? Yeah, John's like a pimp. Nope. No? Nope. A pimp is a pimp. Okay. But what's a John? Like John a... is like the customer. Oh, oh, okay. So who played a gigolo and 10 years later you played know what? a John? I'm actually proud that I don't really know uh, who we're <laughs> If I was all over that awfully fast, to be like, yeah, of course. Um, (laughs) I really didn't. Uh, So let's see. So he played a a gigolo and then a John. Now everybody's wondering, did you get that wrong on purpose? Richard Gere? Yes. Richard Gere. American Gigolo, 1980. Then Pretty Pretty Woman. Woman. Yeah. Once he told me what a John was, I tried to think of who's been famous enough to... It's great. It tells you what 10 years can do. Like, you're the gigolo, (laughs) and then 10 years later... Getting a hooker. You're getting a hooker. Yeah. It's not not (laughs) wanting to deal with it. All right. Last question of the Quizzo game for me. This time, I'm going to bring the the intro after after you get this right, because I know you get it right. It's one of our favorite movies. Set me up there. The time it takes to cook what food item helped crack the case in My Cousin Vinny? Oh, yeah. Hominy. <laughs> I, was, I was so hoping you would say that. Hominy. Hominy. Hominy grits. <laughs> Are these magic grits? The grit? What do you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Did you get your grits from the same place that Jack got his beanstalk beans? Beans? The laws of physics <laughs> don't exist to exist in, in your, your kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably one of my favorite movies uh, of all time, but like I can't think of a funnier outro. Uh, it just—I mean, oh my lord almighty—and and just the whole, the whole thing, really, just absolutely. Oh, hominy, hominy. So, oh, hominy grit. En- enjoy this wonderful outro. That's it for episode forty-one of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. We will see you next week, everybody. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. What you do in your father's garage? Tune-ups, oil changes, brake relining, engine rebuilds, rebuild some trannies, rear end. Okay, okay. But does being an ex-mechanic necessarily qualify you as being an expert on tire marks? No. Thank you. Goodbye. Sit down and stay there until you're told to leave. Your Honor, Ms. Vito's expertise is in general automotive knowledge. It is in this area that her testimony will be applicable. Now, if Mr. Trotter wishes to voir dire a witness as to the extent of her expertise in this area, I'm sure he's going to be more than satisfied. Okay. All right. All right. Now, uh, Ms. Vito. Being an expert on general automotive knowledge, can you tell me what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a four-barrel carburetor? Some help me, question. Does that mean that you can't answer it? So it must be a question. It's impossible to answer. Impossible because you don't know the answer. Nobody could answer that question. Your Honor, 
I move to disqualify Ms. Vito as an expert witness. Can you answer the question? No, it is a trick question. Why is it a trick question? Watch this. The Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four-barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing would be four degrees before top dead center. Well. Oh. She's acceptable, you know. Ms. Vito, please answer the question. Does the defense's case hold water? No. The defense is wrong. Are you sure? I'm positive. How could you be so sure? Because there is no way that these tire marks were made by a 64 Buick Skylark. These marks were made by a 1963 Pontiac Tempest. Objection, Your Honor. Can we clarify to the court whether the witness is stating opinion or fact? This is your opinion? It's a fact. I find it hard to believe that this kind of information could be ascertained simply by looking at a picture. Would you like me to explain? I would love to hear this. So would I. The car that made these two equal length tire marks had positive traction. Can't make those marks without positive traction, which was not available on the 64 Buick Skylark. And why not? What is positive traction? It's a limited slip differential which distributes power equally to both the right and left tires. The 64 Skylark had a regular differential, which anyone who's been stuck in the mud in Alabama knows you step on the gas, one tire spins, the other tire does nothing. Next one. Is that it? No, there's more. You see, when the left tire mark goes up on the curb and the right tire mark stays flat and even, mm -hmm. well, the 64 Skylark had a solid rear axle. So when the left tire would go up on the curb, the right tire would tilt out and ride along its edge. But that didn't happen here. The tire mark stayed flat and even. This car had an independent rear suspension. Now, in the 60s, there were only two other cars made in America that had positive traction and independent rear suspension and enough power to make these marks. One was the Corvette, which could never be confused with the Buick Skylark. The other had the same body length, height, width, weight, wheelbase, and wheel track as the 64 Skylark, and that was the 1963 Pontiac Tempest. And because both cars were made by GM, were both cars available in metallic mint green paint? They were. Thank you, Ms. Vito. No more questions. Thank you very, very much. You've been a lovely, lovely witness.